0: The tattered pieces of Leslie's life revealed a divine appointment. Now, for 12 years, she has been training asset based development to church and ministry leaders in the majority world. Poverty involves more than the lack of material things or money. Poverty involves when there is a lack of dignity, a lack of control, and a lack of influence. Welcome. This is the Unconventional Ministry Podcast, where the conversation is about fresh ideas in ministry, innovative approaches, and collaborative efforts. I'm your host, Dennis Weens, Vice President for Ministry Partnerships at Sat7USA. My guest today is Leslie Mosher. And Leslie, I want to welcome you to the Unconventional Ministry Podcast from the other side of the world. So welcome this morning.
1: Thank you. It's good to be with you.
0: And I was reading your bio on your website, a Doctorate of Business Administration, a Master of Science in Management, a Bachelor's in Science and Ministry, your ordained reverend, uh, you're part of the International Fellowship of Chaplains and working in Kenya, but your journey to Kenya started with a life tragedy. I think we start there because so many people today are having tragedies and you've experienced it. So just uh, start back at that life tragedy and how God... Uh, opened up an incredible new opportunity for you.
1: Well, thank you for that invitation to share. Yes, um, 13 years ago, my husband died unexpectedly. Uh, He was driving home after some cross-country skiing and pulled the car to the side of the road and slumped over and died. And that was certainly an unexpected event in my life. And it is a beautiful thing because God used it to turned my heart closer to him and toward his people, and he created the opportunity for me to serve in East Africa. So I like to say that without my husband's life, which allowed me the opportunity to get all of the education that you listed, and then also his death, which allows me to serve God's people in a deeper way, um, I wouldn't be here.
0: And your ministry is called Surprised by Hope, and that's kind of an interesting title for a ministry because uh, you definitely had a big surprise in your life a tragedy but you turned it into something of hope for so many more maybe thousands tens of thousands of people there in east africa so um i understand that you connected to east africa through a mission trip uh talk to us a little bit about that mission trip and what you saw that changed your life
1: you know it was really quite a god story um i had been looking for... What is the future now that my husband is gone? Meeting with several uh, wise counselors, my pastors, some elder ladies, and asking, you know, what, what do I have to look forward to now? What is this new life that I have? And all of them separately said missions. And I said, this is not on my bucket list.
0: <laughs> right.
1: So... Um, A girlfriend called me one evening and said, I'm sponsoring a child in Uganda. And I immediately knew I was supposed to go to Uganda. Mm -hmm. So I connected with the organization that she was working through and came with them alone on a short-term trip. The work that they came to do was all business related to establishing their NGO They didn't know my business background, and I didn't know that's why they were coming into the country. So this divine appointment created an opportunity for me to use my business background and skills to help serve this NGO organization. Well, then when I went back to America, a couple who are missionaries in Nairobi stayed at my house while they were on furlough, heard about what I did in Uganda And said, hey, you need to come to Kenya and help us create a strategic plan. So I came back to Kenya and, of course, visited Uganda along the way. And the nationals, Ugandans and Kenyans, started saying, hey, wait a minute. If you can do that for them, what can I do for my church? What can I do for my business? What can I do for my school to help strengthen and solidify our position? And it just kind of went from there. I began repeating um, the lessons, the business foundation over and over again, and said, Why don't you get a group of people together and we'll teach everyone these basic principles? And eventually, Kingdom Business curriculum grew out of that.
0: I know on your website, you talk a lot about asset based development for the majority world, and we want to get, define those terms for everybody. But I want to remind everybody if you're listening to like, uh, maybe you have a life uh, tragedy story you can tell, how God used that to turn things around open up some new opportunities, and share this. If you're benefiting from this podcast, share it with others as well. Uh, We really encourage that. So let's go to asset-based development. Uh, Talk to us a little bit about what that is. Uh, We think of missions, you know, we think of church planning, but uh, what you're doing is very, very important, and we're going to talk a little bit about poverty here in a little bit, but what is asset-based development in the context of the church?
1: Well, in the context of missions as a whole, most missionaries not only come for church planting, but they also come for charitable purposes. And they tend to invest a lot of money. They buy things for people who don't need things bought for them. They infuse a lot of money. And so what happens, particularly in the East African context, is that changes people's hearts to look at people as God, as their providers, rather than looking at God as their provider. And so we don't want to change the way that people understand who their provider is. So we use an asset-based development model, which means we use what God has already given them to help them start and grow a business, however big or small it may be. It could simply be an axe, or it could be a basin, but whatever you have, God has given you that asset to steward so that you can provide for your family. And by using that asset then in a way that helps you uh, grow with the business principles we use taken from scripture, we then uh, can see how their business, their finances, their um, their level of poverty changes over time.
0: Very good. And I grew up actually grew up in uh, Sub-Saharan West Africa, the other side of Africa from where you're working and then after University in America, went back to uh, Mali and worked with the church there for another 20-some years. And we really worked on sustainability, not creating dependency, but really worked at sustainability. And I think as you described asset-based giving, asset-based development, it really is building a sustainability model that they can uh, continue what started.
1: Yes, absolutely. And The sustainability is very important to us, but moreover, we want them to keep their eyes focused on God and not looking at Westerners as their providers. And that is something that we broke many, many years ago and uh, need to come back around and correct that view of who we are in the kingdom. We are not God. We are not providers we are your fellow believers in the body of Christ. And so let's look at God as your provider and use what he's given you.
0: Very good. And you talk also about the majority world. Uh, Let's define what we mean by majority world.
1: Well, the majority of the world lives on less than a dollar a day. We tend to use terms like first world and third world, but those are actually terms that Uh, describe alliance with NATO, and which is quite prominent right now given the Ukraine-Russia situation. So majority world is a little bit more accurate when we talk about the majority of the world lives in poverty.
0: That's good to move to the subject of poverty. I read on your website, the website is actually surprisedbyhope.org. And so you can go there and check it out. Uh, On the website, I read poverty involves more than the lack of material things or money. Poverty involves a lack of dignity, a lack of control, and a lack of influence. Let's uh, talk a little bit about uh, poverty and how asset-based development can actually really help people come out of uh, this poverty we talk about so much.
1: Absolutely. Poverty is so much more than a lack of money. And that's a Western perception. And that perception has been adopted by a lot of Africans as well, because that's what they expect to be um, to be experiencing. And really, when you don't have any control because the government is corrupt or because systems are broken or not in place, when you don't have um, access to basic um, services, water, electricity, transportation, and so on, you end up living in a situation of poverty that um, you don't have any control over. It's not simply that you refuse to work. It's that Your work is frustrated by the systems that are in place and by the way people look at who you are. And so we really want to address the fact that poverty is not just about money.
0: Very good. And you also talk about Christ-centered business education. We want to talk a little bit about some of the resources you've developed and you've been there now in Kenya for 10, 12 years You've developed some amazing resources to uh, teach the church, teach local Christians uh, this asset-based development model. So let's talk a little bit about some of the resources that you can come alongside and help the church.
1: Yeah, well, um, as I mentioned a bit earlier, we developed a curriculum. I say we, it was me, but on behalf of Surprise by Hope, developed a curriculum to teach All the basic lessons needed for entrepreneurship. So reawakening some of the skills that are not taught in school, critical thinking, creative thinking, problem solving, and then how can we use that in developing the assets that God has given us, identify and develop those assets. Now with that understanding of the potential we have for business, How do we examine the environment, for example, how will drought affect our business, how will elections affect our business, and so on. And so all of these um, lessons, the Kingdom Business Curriculum, address all of the basic business principles that everyone learns when you take a business course um, or a degree course except they're adjusted for the African environment and for a lower level of education. Most of the people we serve live in the village, and they might have like a third grade level education, some of them more so. uh, But uh, the lessons are designed specifically for this environment.
0: So how can people find out more information about this curriculum, Uh, probably on your website?
1: Yep, absolutely. The website's got some pictures, prices, descriptions, and if they want to send me a message, I'm happy to talk more with them about it. We do have missionaries in 11 different countries around the world who are using the curriculum with positive results.
0: And I'm on the website, and I see I can get a business in a box.
1: Ah, that's true. The business in a box was an idea that I had to create a specific product— that is unique uh, because one of the common problems in East Africa is that everyone is doing the same kind of business, which drives prices down. So if we create a unique product and then include with it video business lessons specific for that product. So again, we're taking from kingdom business but applying it directly to that particular product. So these can be used really around the world according to the local area needs and culture Um, But the business in a box is a great little kit for ideally a Western organization, a mission or church organization, maybe coming with a team. What are we going to do to create sustainability? You buy a box, bring it with you, teach the people how to make that product, uh, facilitate the business lessons through the videos, and um, you will have left a lasting impact then on that community.
0: Very good. So this uh, training that you've uh, developed and uh, have it all prepared in um, a course, it transcends culture to be applicable because it's biblically based. It'd be applicable to all kinds of environments and situations if people wanted to apply this in their area of work and ministry, right?
1: Absolutely. For the Kingdom Business Curriculum, yes, it can be used really anywhere around the world.
0: So are you using this model uh, maybe in Europe or back in the U.S. and different communities that need uh, where there's poverty or there do these things work in other environments besides East Africa?
1: Uh, there are missionaries who have bought it using it in um, Southern Asian uh, countries. But because I live here in East Africa, this is where I use it most of the time. I don't spend a lot of time in America or in other countries just yet.
0: Well, Leslie, it's fascinating having you on and describing these asset-based principles for development in the majority world, uh, Africa. Again, how can people get more information on some of this material?
1: Well, simply visit surprisedbyhope.org and we've got lots of information about our products available there. And then if you'd like to contact me, just fill out the contact form that will come to my email address and I will be happy to talk more with you. You can also find us on Facebook at Surprised by Hope and um, you can reach out to me through the messaging app there as well.
0: Very good. And uh, again, this started with a personal tragedy in your life, and you were open to how God was leading you, and he opened up this tremendous uh, ministry opportunity. And so just want to thank you for your obedience and walking by faith and uh, what's come of it, a tremendous resource for the church across Africa. So thank you for joining us on this uh, unconventional ministry podcast.
1: Thank you so much, Dennis. It's been my pleasure.
0: In our changing world, there are more ways than ever to do ministry. SAT7 as a broadcast media ministry is changing how ministry is done. Through innovative approaches, collaborative efforts, broadcast satellite television, web streaming, and social media, SAT7 is making a difference. Visit SAT7 online today at sat7usa.org to learn ways you can be a part of this kingdom work. If you've enjoyed this conversation, please share it with your friends. If you know of an unconventional ministry approach, please introduce us. We'd like to have them on as guests. Thank you again for joining this episode of the Unconventional Ministry Podcast. Mm